Welcome to the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Laney, where we listen to all 92 Diamond albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is... Let's Talk About Love by Celine Dion. Oh! <laughs> had a little harmony there. Okay, insane. Oh my gosh, look at that audio wave. Alrighty. So, wait, hold on, do we have the volume turned on? I don't know. Let's turn it down to that. Is that good? Sure. I think that's good. Okay. Okay. Start off. Uh, this album was released in 1997. <clears throat> Sorry. It was an hour and 14 seconds long with 16 songs, and it went 10 times platinum, so it really hit the bare minimum. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've kind of, I looked at the, I don't know what you'd call it, like, the rankings, how Billboard does their rankings for, like, Diamond or Platinum or whatever. Yeah. I think... I could be wrong, but I think platinum is 1 million sales. And okay. you have to have 10 million sales to go diamond. I could be wrong. I literally looked at it for five minutes. I want to say you're right, because when I was looking up American Idiot for Green Day, it said, like, it went six times platinum in the United States. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, six million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Okay. Um, but just to give a little bit of... Uh, Backstory, a little information. Uh, Celine Dion is from Quebec, Quebec, however you want to say it. Uh-huh. I don't know. Which um, will explain why she is actually fluent in French, and she does have some songs that are in you know, French, whatever. Um, I also wrote Skinny Legend. Thank you, Celine. And then, initially, I was really dreading listening to this album. I just did not want to do it at all. I wrote so. that she looks like an Afghan hound. <laughs> <laughs> Really came for her, huh? Okay. Let's just <laughs> okay. Let's just get started. Let's just get into it. Uh, the first song was the reason. The reason. All right. Uh, <clears throat> started it off with. Um, everybody knows this. this is like what she's known for. But Celine Dion has a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm about, I'm about to burp, dude. <clears throat> okay. Thank you. Anyways, she that. has a beautiful voice. Like. Probably one of the most skilled vocalists of modern time. Yeah, like definitely. Um, and that's really exemplified on here. There's also a little guitar solo action on this song. I remember it was like, oh, okay, okay, Celine. Um, yeah, she knows what she's ex- doing. Didn't expect this uh, <laughs> as like a starter, because I mm-hmm. was really thinking that it was all just going to be like, my heart will go on garbage. Like, just like power ballad love songs. Yes, like whatever. which... Uh, which quite a bit of it is like slow down right, type music, right, yeah. um, but I didn't I didn't expect to enjoy this album at all. But there are mm-hmm. a couple songs that I did right. enjoy, and I think this yeah. one was one of them. Um, I thought that, like you said, I mean, it was a good start. Like it was just you know, uh, she has a great voice, obviously. Um, and I wrote at the beginning of this, that I don't understand how people go to her concerts because I would be bored. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would be, like, really bored, and I know some people that do go to her concerts, and I just really don't get it. Um, Boy! And I said that her voice is very powerful, and it was kind of a love song, and it was just, like, eh, for me. And then we took an intermission after the first song to watch more kids fight. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. 
Um, immortality is the second one. This is the one with the Bee Gees. Literally, the and first I had, thing I wrote was Bee Gees sunglasses emoji. <laughs> I said yes, Bee Gees in all caps, but I was disappointed with that. Yeah. With that collab. I actually don't like the Bee Gees. I really don't like them. Uh, I don't like you don't their like soprano. That disco. Like, yes. Yeah, so that, <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, I really don't like that style of singing. So, them being on this song, they, they're they like, how, how do I put it? I really wish I did like the Bee Gees, because they're a vibe. Like they, right, yeah. I just can't stand their, their style of singing. And one like, of them, I can't remember which one it is. I think it's like the last al- one alive or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just did a song with Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? Interesting. Um... I did like for this song, though, that she like changed her key. I don't know if that's the right terminology or whatever. So she was able to match their voices, like their pitch, their whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I don't know. And I like that. That's some that's some skill right there because she could pull it off pretty well. But I also thought that that collaboration was just like really random. And like there was a weird whispering in the chorus. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I didn't really like the song. I kind of felt bad. I wrote that it wasn't really my t- cup of tea. So, um, and that's kind of how it is with the with uh, I'd say like seventy five percent of this album. It's just like not my not my cup of tea. But her voice carries it. Like at least she yeah. has such a good voice that it's just that range. you can at least appreciate it for what it is. Um, yeah. But uh, the reason me and Lainey keep like pausing and she'll be like okay or whatever because <laughs> uh, I, I just understood or I just thought about it like this is an audio show I know it's just um, a silent for a second I've been doing like stupid laugh. stuff the whole entire time that we've been doing this podcast in general but specifically on this, this episode he, he was dabbing okay he's burped a few times he was trying to like put his hands around the microphone like a halo kind of thing uh-huh. Then he just rubbed dust off of a step stool. Because <laughs> just to remind you guys, I mean, we're, we're just sitting in a closet. You know? Yep, we got su- such a good setup. I love it. Um, okay, next song, Treat Her Like a Lady. Uh, Britney Spears vibes. That's what I thought. That's interesting because I thought, like, with the rasp and everything, that it kind of reminded me of, like, Shakira or Jennifer <laughs> I Lopez. Can, I can see that. I can feel yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I, This one I thought was really catchy, though. I got up and boogied. You remember yeah. that? I was getting up and I, I boogied. Um, did, were you talking about, like, doing the jerk or something? <laughs> yeah, I was, trying to, I was trying to do the jerk, but I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I wrote dance party stuff for this one. Like, um, that's just how I would describe this one. It reminded me of something that I play in, like, a basketball montage in a movie, like... Like, the team's been losing the past, like, few games. They're like, the coach is like, come on, guys. We gotta step it up. Like we gotta teen, do better. Like Teen Wolf, that movie with Michael J. Fox. Where he's just I was like, thinking more like a uh, high school into, musical. <laughs> uh, I was thinking where he turns into the wolf and he's just, like, dunking on everybody. And they're like, yeah, let's go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, I was like, yeah. I, I said in a quote, I'm immediately having a good time. Mm-hmm. Treat her like a lady. Is a huge change in pace. Uh, this that, a, that banged. This is a boogie song. Yeah, boogie down. Boogie, <laughs> boogie down. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we go to Y O Y. Y O Y. Y O Y. 
I wrote that it's that love making music, but it's a little less fun than the last one. Yeah, uh, going off of that, I wrote that it was um, '90s R&B, like that mm-hmm. kind of yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh, I really thought that all of her music was going to be like somber music or mm-hmm. like love music with no drums, but this still had drums in the background, and that mm-hmm. really like. I don't know, it still had a little bit of pep to it, so it wasn't completely unenjoyable. I just, or, unenjoyable? Yeah. Um, but, like, I really don't like music that's just slow and melodic when it's, like, I don't know. I don't like most of her style of music, but this song was okay, at least. Yeah, adding on to, like, the style, I wrote that, um... Basically, all of her songs are just love songs. They're not just, they're just not, like, the slow, like, basic ones. And, like, I just think that, like, love songs in general, like, that's her genre. Like, she has her own genre, and mm-hmm. it's called love songs. Like, that's it. It's not a playlist. It's not an album. No, that, that's her genre, and that's what she sticks to. Um, Personally, I was still, like, kind of hyped up from the last song, so I was still kind of feeling this one, too. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I have. Uh, love is on the way. Love is on the way. I wrote that you got up and waved like a tube man. Like, I wrote... you know those big inflatable tube men that are outside of car dealerships that are like, woo! I wrote the same thing. I said, did did the inflatable man at a car dealership dance? Uh, and then I said that it was a basic love ballad. Like, basically. I wrote that she, so far in the album, has had like two sounds. Mm-hmm. And one's like the... My heart will go on, and one's like the treat her like a lady sound, and that's pretty much it. And that kind of carries throughout she, the album. She's either here to make you cry or make you jump off the roof. There's yeah. no in between. <laughs> um, speaking of making you cry, the next song is Tell Him, featuring Miss Barbara Streisand. I wrote that it, it, was, it was boring, but like right, they're yeah. two very powerful singers oh. that can just belt out notes. You have so absolute was, Broadway legend. Yes. And then what what genre is she? Is she pop? Like what I have what no is clue. Leon? Just her genre and her beautiful like, Afghan hound. Her be- <laughs> that one left me speechless. Wasn't ready. Um I said that uh, Barbara Streisand is just built different, and it was a very powerful duet, <clears throat> and it's just, like, not the genre that I listen to. It's not really my, like, thing, I guess. Uh, but it's very typical, like, if you were to imagine what a Celine Dion and Barbara Streisand song would sound like, it sound like that, it's yes. perfect. It makes so much sense that that's why it was like that. It's so unfathomable that two people can be that talented with their vocal cords. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really, like, you're sitting there and you're listening to that and you're like, man, those are real people that are, that's coming from their mouths. That's just, it's just crazy to me that somebody can be that gifted at singing and two people at, at that rate, right. you know. And then they were both on the same song. And, like, if I wasn't just kind of ready to get this song over with, I would have been, like, really moved, touched. Yeah, moved. Um, but I got, this song... I got you on the, I got you on the next song, Dizzy right. Dubs. Alright. I have one more note for this one. Yeah. I said that, um, this song, Tell Him, reminds me of a song 
called, um, what's the name? Oh, named Smile, and Nat King Cole, I think, was the original person that sang it, but it was written by Charlie Chaplin, mm -hmm. and it's the song where it says, like, smile though your heart is aching. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. That one, and that's what it reminded me of. Anyway, next song is, um... I got you. Amar haciendo el amor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you, like, couldn't understand that, it's I'm going to say in my very... Basic. American accent. Exactly. Amar haciendo el amor. Um, Which you said translates to oh, love making love. Yes, love right? making love. Yeah. Um, I just choked on my own spit. <laughs> Whew. Uh, I wrote that. Talent. Oh, oh my, my God. I'm sorry. I drank Dr. Pepper and like. This podcast is just that gonna is be just, long. That is just that. hitting. Um. Anyways, I, I wrote that it kind of caught me off guard mm -hmm. because she's from Quebec. Right, yeah. But this song is in Spanish. And she sings it very well. Yeah, like she's... So we have English, yeah. French, and now she's adding in Spanish like into her... And then later on in the portfolio. album, there's a little something, something else... Oh, yeah, yeah. ...that she'd be singing uh, that we'll get into then. But, uh... <laughs> I forgot that there were 16 songs. Like, this is so long. Okay, anyway. I, I must have had a little little sass in me this day, because I wrote, I feel like you'd hear this in a Spanish elevator. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. But uh, this was at least catchy and fun. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I translated the lyrics to English just to kind of, like, read what it was, because obviously I don't, like... I don't speak Spanish. I can't read Spanish, whatever. Yeah. And it's still, like, the meaning behind it. Obviously, the title's Love Making Love. It sounds beautiful in Spanish, whatever. And also translated to English, like, it has that... It carries out pretty well. Translates well. And I said that it was just very fluid. It had a fantastic flow. Are you doing the mocker? Okay. <laughs> um, but I wrote that, like, just just to cement it into into the brains of the viewers. Mm -hmm. This is one of the best voices of all time. Really, like, even if this isn't your style of music, which it's not my style of music at all, you've got to at least appreciate right. how great she is. Which, I mean, going on to that, like, we don't listen to this kind of music. Uh -huh. That's I feel like that's pretty obvious at this point. But her voice is so powerful and so raw, and, like, she's so talented. I feel mm -hmm. like she's just... That she should have been a little bit higher on the list than what number was this? Like eighty seven, eighty eight. Like she's in the low eighties, mm -hmm. and I feel like she should have been higher just because she's more talented than most people on this list in general. Yeah. Definitely above Creed. Definitely above Nickelback. <laughs> so, um, but I don't know. I don't know if this is. I don't think this is a stereotype at all. But like. Span like Hispanic music that has that energy to it, mm -hmm. that like that flow, just good that, time, that flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I generally like to listen to it. I'm I don't even know what it's what it's saying, but I, really I like, have a good time listening to it. Yeah, yeah. And she um for this song and one other song, she brought in. Oh my gosh, what is the name of this instrument? I wrote it down. Fufuzela. And I had to look at what <laughs> didgeridoo. <laughs> Whoa, the whoa, kalimba. Whoa. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's the ones that you clack between your fingers. I wrote it down and I can't find it. Oh, the it. recorder. No. <laughs> that is not it. That is just not. The tuba. Duh. The tuba. Come on now. That's it. That's it. How she's just know? clacking tubas she's between her on. fingers. 
the tiniest violin like Mr. Krabs would play. Okay, well, while Lainey's trying to find this, um, there's one song by Elvis Crespo. That's a, I think that's how you say it. That's a Hispanic song or Spanish or I don't know how I put that. That's a Latin American song. Um, and uh, it's called Suavemente. And that song absolutely bangs. I have no clue what he's saying, but I don't feel like I have to know what he's saying because his energy that he put into the song just absolutely just transfers into my soul. And that's what I was kind of trying to get at with the whole um, Spanish Spanish music with a little bit of with a little bit of flow, with a little bit a little bit of spunk to it. You know, um, that stuff just hits different. Um, and I think if your audience doesn't even know what you're saying and they still just vibe with it heavy, that's the sign of a good artist. Because they, like... That's how you know you speak the language of music, uh-huh. not just... Yeah, right. Okay, I found what the instrument's called. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this Clackers. right. They are called that, but it's like castanets mm-hmm. or whatever. And they're also called clackers or palillos. And it's a percussion instrument used in Spanish, Italian, Ottoman, Portuguese, Swiss, and... A lot of other music, so... How about that? There it is, folks. Finally found it. Um, what song were we just... Okay, yeah. Next song. When I Need You. Uh... <laughs> at the beginning of this song, she there was, was like some sexual sweet nothings going I on. I wrote... I know she's not whispering right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's no way she's doing this right now, dude. Um, but that's a, 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 oh my goodness, a remake of a great song, but, um, just because I've listened to the original so much, because my mom really liked it, my dad really liked it, um, I don't think, uh, I can appreciate this as much as somebody that hasn't listened to the original a lot, uh, just because it's not the original, so like. The original's Leo Sayer? Somebody like a Leo uh, Leo Sayer. I some, wrote it down. I just don't know how he pronounces his name specifically. Because um, you did tell me that when you we were listening. But but it is a great song. It is. Um, I said that like when she first like just hits that note, she belts it out. That was my reaction when I was listening to this. So you know what? You just go listen to that first little whisper, and then hit the note, and then you'll understand what I'm talking about. Because I don't remember off the top of my head. Um. I okay. My notes just don't make sense. Was was I under the influence of something? When of I crack. This? I wrote like her it's song. Canon. Oh, never mind. I understand. <laughs> I understand. It's what canon. Lenny smokes crack. This was false. Um, <laughs> I said that this one reminded me of her song, "The Reason." So, and it's a cover of that song by that guy that you were talking about. And some of the writers, um for this song were Albert Hammond and Albert Hammond Jr. And there were, like, many other people involved in writing this song. And I don't know a whole lot about Albert Hammond other than, like, he's the father of Albert Hammond Jr. and he, like, writes songs and does all of that, <laughs> he's right? The father. But Albert Hammond Jr. is in The Strokes, and he had his own, like, kind of solo career, true. The Strokes. <laughs> the Strokes. The Strokes. Um, and then I also added, like, kind of after the song that now I kind of do understand that she's talented and why people like listening to her, but I still couldn't sit through a concert of hers for like two hours or however long her concerts are. Uh, but the next song is Miles to Go Before I Sleep. Hold on, I'm opening my phone. 
He was showing me family portraits. Uh, It just sounds like a lot of stuff on the album. Um, I'm still engaged at this point. I've become unengaged. A little bit on later. The ne- on, the next, <laughs> on the next song, I'm not going to lie. Oh, God. Uh, I still write stuff for the next, like, four songs, though. Um, okay. But uh, I was still engaged, but a lot of the stuff just sounds so similar that it was like... We kind of lose oh, our minds goodness. in a minute. Like, I'm looking at the notes, and we just kind of lose it. Because I write stuff down that we talk about... Um. For this one, it's called Miles to Go, and then in parentheses, Before I Sleep, which is a line from a Robert Frost poem, right? Um, I said that it was just another typical love ballad. This is the one where she uses the castanets, uh-huh. or the clappers, and I could not find this when I was trying to look it. Um, so the next song is Us. That's the name, Us. Um. <laughs> oh These are cool shoes. What size are they? Uh, Side note, sorry. We're having a personal conversation. Don't listen right now. Uh, Women's seven? Mm, I don't think I can fit those. <laughs> what size are you? I could do seven and a half or eight. <laughs> They're probably all sevens. They're probably your mom's or Bailey's or something. Oh, this one's a women's six. Oh. Uh, I mean, you can try them on after a podcast. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, for this song, I wrote... <clears throat> Let me get to my name. Yeah, wait, it's just called Us? Mm-hmm. This is where I'll, you okay. lose me. <laughs> Here's what I say. Let me get my narrator voice out. Yeah. <laughs> Boredom takes over my mind as I stare off into space and every thought escapes except for this one. She can sing. <laughs> That's all I wrote. <laughs> all I wrote was Us, period. I'm so bored, period. God. <laughs> like, me just reading that, what I wrote, reminds me of the... Okay, I'm about to, like, nerd out for y'all, so just, like, ignore this or pretend you didn't hear this. Jeez. But there's a specific uh, Do Not Laugh by Scott is Minecraft when he's reading yes. the things. And, <laughs> and it's, like, I think it's called, <laughs> not that one, it was the one called, oh. like, Fart Steam. Oh, and, yes. And he thought it was called Fart Stein or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah, okay, anyway, sorry. Moving How many on. more songs are there on this? Because I have... Three more songs after us. Three, four, five, six. Six. There's six more. All right. Okay, just a little bit of love is the next one. I I wrote, got some swag, got a little boppity bop, bout a twerk, bout a nene, bout a pee, bout a poop. This is some boogieing A word music. I think I'm going to twerk on Laney. Twerk successful. (laughs) And I can tell you. Every single one of those things happened that I just said. <laughs> That's a fact for this one. I actually brought in some stuff. I said, ooh, hit that. Gospel to techno to disco. Reminded me of Michael Jackson with a little bit of Gloria Gaynor. Groove is in the heart. If you haven't heard that song, go look it up. It's not by either of those people, but just go like look it up, I guess. Um, and then I said, only five songs left. Yay. <laughs> um, Lanny, can I break like bad news? Um... If I were to have to pee, could you just talk to them, or would we have to cut? Because you know what, I'll do my, I'll talk, even though they probably like your voice. Okay, better, but I'll talk. I'm, I'm gonna go pee. All I'll right. be back, guys. Ugh. Okay. Have fun, I guess. Have fun. Okay, guys, I'm gonna pause real quick and just introduce you to something really funny. Hold on. Okay. 
so we're back. Um, this is the telephone vocal on GarageBand because that's how we do our things. I really hope you like the sound because I know it probably sounds absolutely bonkers right now. Um, but how are you guys doing today? Well, that's great. I hope you're doing fantastic. I hope you're having a great Sunday. Um, I would like to point out that we have listeners in the United States right, which is where this is based, from Tennessee, Oklahoma, Texas, and North Carolina. But in different countries, we have it going on in Denmark, Germany, and Norway. So we'll get back to the regular podcast now. Thank you, guys. Okay, and Nate's back now. Yeah. <laughs> so we continue. Um, let me get my phone. What's the next song? Uh, The next song? Oh, My Heart Will Go On. Oh, I just wrote, I've already reviewed this song. I said, <laughs> I wrote, um, we already know it's a certified banger, but um, can we please move past this? Please, um, please move on. Yeah. And then uh, I said, oh, there's that flute. And then I said, certified banger again. So the next song is. This This could actually, I would like to make this note uh-huh. and then we can move on to the next one. Right. Uh, this could be the only song on the 92 Diamond albums, that's on two different albums. Two different... Oh, that's I'm true. Trying, I'm trying to think about it. Um, I can't think of anything else that would be... Because I don't think people would have, like, compilation albums on this. That'd be There weird. might be, but I doubt it. Unless, like, Phil Collins appears in, like, 20 different things, because mm-hmm. he's in 20... Is he even on the list? <laughs> anyway, um... Of course, I stood up and, like, danced to this and sang to this. What else am I going to do? Do my heart will go on other than, like, just sit there and stare off into space? Beautiful. Sorry. The next one is Where is the Love? And I would like to say that this is what Nate did. And if you're... (laughs) (laughs) And if you're a fan of SpongeBob... Sorry, he was touching my feet, and that's weird. Oh, my God, the audio waves. Y'all are going to be deaf. I'm so sorry. Anyway. Sorry. Did you just hit her? <laughs> anyway, this is what Nate did, and I quote, starting now, if you're a fan of Spongebob. E minor, yay, E minor. <laughs> that was out, though. I was so done at this point. You know I'm done because this is the last song I wrote anything about. Are you serious? Yes, I I'm said, um, have to hear more of my voice. where is the love? I like the guitar in the background. Not very much to say. Very samey. That's about all I got to say about that. <laughs> I'm looking at my... What are your notes? Oh, okay, yeah, for this song, you were absolutely gone. Because I wrote, after the E minor part, I wrote um, a simple beat on the cajon is what it sounds like. Cajon? It's one of those, like, boxes that you sit on and you can beat. Oh, yeah, my guitar teacher had one of those. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. I don't know if that's actually what she used, but, um, yeah. And then I said, I kind of can't wait for this one to be over because this wasn't my favorite song. Sorry. And then I said that Nate was jumping on his beanbag. Oh yeah, this is when I fluffed up the jean. The, oh, the I fluffed up the beanbag, and I was like front flipping onto it. You were just flying. Um, and then I wrote that it kind of reminds me of, like those slow scenes in a rom com where like the soulmates are in a quarrel, and then like one's in the back of an Uber. Are you sniffing that? Okay. And then one's in the back of an Uber looking out the window and the other's sitting on the couch depressed and it just has the cut scenes and montages and it's so dramatic for no reason. Anyway, why, okay, why are you playing with shoes? I'm literally Do you really not have Celine anything else? Di- no. You're Celine Dion down of here. Yes. <laughs> I, I will help you though. I okay. will 
I will bounce off of you. There's not I, much more. There's only four. I work best no in way. spontaneity. Spontaneity. <laughs> Spon- Spontane. I work best spontaneously. <laughs> I work best under pressure. And you this do. is you both come, of those you things. You come up with stuff just like straight off the top of your head. So. There's only three, song, three songs left. So. 30? Christ three. Jesus. Free? <laughs> with enough? Okay, so the next song is Be the Man on This Night. I don't know what that's supposed to me. I'm the man on this podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. So this was actually the... I mean, that's fair, I guess. Okay, so this one was the English version, but the other version is in Japanese. Oh, yeah, how about that? So she... And I, like, listened and played a little bit of that for you, and, like, how does she do that? Isn't that what we were talking about earlier? I was, like, alluding to this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like... Yeah. Ho speaks, sorry, English, she's not a ho, I'm sure she's a lovely woman, English, Spanish, French, French, Japanese, what else does she speak? I don't know, dude. But then, like, I said that the crap, the who, the Japanese version sounds like crazy, but both are really beautiful. Which, Um, uh, what language would you you be fluent in if you could? I really want to learn Danish. I know that's weird, but I do. Why Danish? I don't know. I've been wanting to for a while. But, like, practicality-wise, I think Mandarin would be cool. Mandarin would be cool. I think I'd want to learn Japanese and go to Japan. Or, like... Um, yeah, I would want to submerge myself in their culture. Submerse? Submerge? Submerge or... <laughs> uh, Whatever. Whatever. You know. Y'all know what I'm I think French about. would be cool, too. Just be able to, like... I don't think I could do that, though, with the... <gasps> I feel bad for people that want to learn Spanish and can't roll their R's. That's true. I When I was in Spanish class, that was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, anyway, we have two more left. This one, I was really disappointed that she didn't sing Italian in. Okay, this one was I Hate You Then I Love You. Uh-huh. And it was with, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, but Luciano Pavarotti. He's a... You could tell that he had sang opera, and then I looked him up, and it actually said that he was an Italian operatic tenor, so it makes sense. How um, about that? I said that this one had a little bit of a different beat than her normal stuff, and that his voice was very rich, so combining the two is just like... Beauty. Crazy. I did this. With oh, the wheel. I thought... Why is there dog here? Okay. Dog water. <laughs> Literally free. Freer than McDonald's Wi-Fi. <laughs> freer than a free sample at Costco. <laughs> Anyway, public restroom. moving on, moving on, an incredible <laughs> song. Um, I would say that this was the most emotional and thought-provoking on the album. <laughs> and then the last one is, let's talk about love. What Put your toes <laughs> off. Let's, all right, let's talk about let's love. Let's talk about love. What, what is the definition? What is the basis of love? What is love? What do you think love is? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do we think love is? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Does it? How? Who is it? Where is it? <laughs> what? Who, what, when, where? Okay. <laughs> that was fake. I just, I just want to get through this one. Um, I said that this basically talks about... I'm sorry, I'm being like a nuisance right now. Ouch. I said that this one basically talks about how love is its own language and how everyone has it in common no matter where they're from. A very naked, broken down song. There's a children's choir good ending. 
So not only is there the language of music, but there's a language of love that Celine Dion very obviously speaks. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote that, to finish this bad boy off, I wrote that she has so much diversity in this album, and in conclusion, Celine can belt and is heartfelt. But please hit me with this hammer, because I will not be listening to this ever again. <laughs> uh, so, 1 through 92, Wayne. Uh, where do we put Nickelback and Creed? They're at the very bottom. They right? are at the very, very bibbity bottom. I think I would put this above Titanic. <laughs> bottom. The bibbity boppity bottom. Bottom. Okay. A push. Anyway. It's above Nickelback and Creed. I think it would be above Titanic. What have we listened to? Garth Brooks. We've listened to Kenny G. We've listened... I that's forgot it. about Kenny G. Oh, no. And Matchbox 20. Matchbox 20 is higher than Yeah, anything. Matchbox 20 was actually That, really that was the best one we've listened to so far. Um, this damn. one, I would try to put between, or like around, maybe Garth Brooks, Kenny G area. Is it higher or lower? That's what I can't decide. Uh, for me, this is going to be like decently low, like upper 80s, uh, low 70s. Yeah, which uh, is higher than where it is now. Yeah. More um, deserving. She's more deserving than that. Yeah, her voice is just too good, and there's a couple songs that are just bops, so... Yeah, that's fair. Um. Okay, so we're gonna go listen to the next album, which I don't even know what it is. It's Santana Supernatural. Okay, I'm kind of ready for this one. This is going to be a vibe. I already feel it. I already feel it. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Gene uh, <clears throat> Shalit. This has been the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate Laney. We'll be back with you uh, next podcast with some Santana. And hopefully there's less chaos. Indeed.